0: are are seeing when Melillo is talking about this this maturational dysfunction is that we talked about how the brain grows from the bottom up and then it has top-down regulation. But what happens in kids with ADHD is this top-down regulation, just like with autism, but in kids with ADHD, the same top-down regulation never fully develops. And that's where a lot of this impulsivity, uh, inattentiveness, those kind of things develop from that. And if you look at, like there's essentially, Melilla likes talking about this, there's essentially five major slices to the prefrontal uh, cortex. So we have the medial prefrontal cortex, which is, attention and concentration. We have the lateral prefrontal cortex, which is planning and and daily tasks. The orbital prefrontal cortex, which is decision-making, emotion regulation. The dorsolateral prefrontal, which is working memory and flexibility. And then the ventrolateral, which is language processing and and semantic memory. So you put all those things together, and a lot of this is like the executive functioning. You know, all these different pieces make up executive functioning. So if you have a kid who because there are some primitive reflexes that have been maintained, or because his eyes uh, or their eyes are not working the way it's supposed to, and now you're not getting the top-down regulation the way it's supposed to occur. Now this kid is not able to function the way he's supposed to. And like we, this is a very interesting picture I just happened to find here. What this talks about is like the, especially the dorsolateral prefrontal cortex, which is mostly responsible for executive functions. That doesn't completely mature until the person is in their teenage years, but it's gonna to start to mature by top-down regulation. And if we don't get this top-down regulation, then we're gonna have some problems. And that's the kids who are, you know, have this in, these impulse problems. So they blurt out stuff in class. They stand up. You know, they they, they don't, won't take directions. They're very impulsive. They strike out at people. Uh, they're potentially uh, could be aggressive, either physically or uh, verbally aggressive, because they don't they don't understand consequences. And here's the thing: is that you can't teach consequences to that kid the way you teach it to other kids. You can't say, well, "I'm going to punish you." Right? We're going to take away privileges. You're not going to get any gold stars. You know, today you're not you're going to have to sit in the classroom. because everyone goes out to the playground like that? Means that's meaningless to some of these kids because. These kids are not, that's not their motivation. And you cannot motivate a kid. If a kid doesn't get consequences, you can tell them you're, a bad, you're going to be a bad person and be sent to the back of the room or whatever other kind of punishment, but it won't work. And these kids get in trouble and get in trouble and get in trouble and get in trouble, and they're always in trouble because the teachers and the parents, for that matter, are trying to fix something that can't be fixed with behavior management like CB, like cognitive behavior, culture, that's not going to work. Right? You gotta work, you gotta change the kid's brain. You gotta get their prefrontal cortex working the way it's supposed to. And the way to do that is to eliminate the stuff that's underneath it, like we talked about last week, the diastesis that's underneath it, that's not allowing the prefrontal cortex to work the way it's supposed to. So if you have a if you have the brainstem the cerebellum aren't working the way it's supposed to, then the prefrontal cortex can't do its work. It can't regulate in this direction, in top-down regulation sense. So <clears throat> I, I want you guys to understand this, because moving forward, if, like yesterday, we had a kid come in who's uh, a couple of years old, and most not, not yet put on the spectrum, but most likely he's headed in that direction, And the parents were like, you know, when I first met them a couple of days ago, the parents were like, well, you know, what's this diagnosis? I'm like, well, first off, as a chiropractor, I I won't give a diagnosis. Second off, what's important is not what the diagnosis is, is what we gotta do now to get this brain, kids brain turned on. And that was my whole conversation with him last night is we have to get his brain to turn on. Right now, his brain is not turned on. He doesn't look you very much in the eyes. He doesn't talk to you very much. But here's the amazing thing, and that is this. The mom, I asked when on the first visit, I asked mom, how did you get, I always great, one of my favorite questions, early questions I asked someone, is how did you find us? How did you find us? And they said, well, one of our friends comes here. And, uh, And our friend said that you're like a magician. Because like their kid doesn't sit still for anybody, and, but he sits still for you. And they were very impressed with that. So that's why they told us to come see you, too, because like, they can't believe that you can, like, no teacher, no other person except for my husband and I are able to get this kid in control except for you. So we're hoping the same thing. And just like with adjusting this kid last night, it was a breeze. He sat on mom's lap. And he let me do what I had to do, and I was done. And it was easy and it was simple, and the reason is because I didn't force him to do something he wasn't ready to do. Right? If you make a kid, if you think the only way you can do an adjustment is to lie a kid face down, wait till you start dealing with kids like this on the spectrum. It ain't happening. You would best learn to adapt your techniques. I don't care what technique you use. It doesn't have to be gunstead it doesn't have to be network, it doesn't have to be best, it doesn't have to be, you know, whatever, it doesn't make a difference. You've got to adapt your technique based on what's going on with the child. Because if a child has got no top-down regulation, and you take that kid who's... For a total focus is on what I can see with my eyes, and you put them face down like this, they are scared. That's putting them into a very vulnerable situation. They don't want that kind of vulnerability. They will fight with that vulnerability, and then you're not going to have really good, successful adjustment. And it all boils down to this. is the, the lower parts of their brain are not working the way it's supposed to, and we have to raise the taxonomy in that brain. We have to make that brain get more age appropriate. Right? <clears throat> so so that's what you know, what we're looking at when we look at this kind of stuff.